You're listening to Earth Matters on the Community Radio Network with Mickey Stott. I'd like to pay my respects to country and to all the elders past, present and emerging who've been part of the struggle for so long for sovereignty and self-determination. This week in part two of a two-part Invasion Day tribute, we bring you the highlights from the Invasion Day march and rally in Nam. I'd like to announce our first speaker today, Uncle Robbie Thorpe. Let's go to those places where our people have fallen and the blood's on the ground as a community and heal that business there. When that happens, this place will change. Now, our law, our amazing old law, as we say, started in the beginning. It was the beginning. And our law came at that time. It was a law that was unchanging, wasn't made by a man or a woman. It's governed by our ancestors. Spirit's our law. It's so special and it's sustainable. It's fair. It's something that, it's the law of this land. We're asking everyone, that they should acknowledge that law. This is our land and our law. You know, we've had some tough times in terms of our rallies over the years. I can see it coming back with a vengeance now, right? And that's thanks to the, the younger mob here, war and all the support they've been able to, to gather. And I'm pretty sure that's got a lot to do with social media. Now, our people have been denied access to the system. But social media is something different. And we've been able to organise ourselves to the point where we're becoming a powerful force. Because the truth is the most powerful weapon of all. Nothing can stop the truth. No army, no illegal regime, nothing can stop it. Sooner or later it's going to come out. And it's been 250 years of us being oppressed in our own land, brutally. People don't realise the gravity, the magnitude or the dimension of crime scene Australia. Have a look what they reduced our population to. And the amount of land that our people have in this country today is about the same. 2020, to me, is about vision. What have we got? Are we going to keep coming back here and talking about Invasion Day? I hope not. I hope this is one of the last Invasion Days because we're going to take the initiative and create a new future for us all. What Aboriginal people can offer is we have the unceded sovereignty here. We have just cause. And if we got the people who occupy our land, who stood behind us, these criminals will fall over the next day. The whole country is premised on lies, deceit, fraud and propaganda and race hatred indoctrination. So, you know, stand strong, people. Keep the faith. Don't let these people intimidate you. They've had their way with our people for 200 years in isolation from the rest of the world and we're still standing here with attitude and spirit. Right? This is a winning formula here, right here. 
This is enough people to take control of it all. You know, this is the conscientious people. I want to thank you so much for keep continuing to support our struggle here. Because what happens to us will ultimately happen to, to you. What happens to us? You know, our people are governed by totem law too. Our totems are those animals who got burnt. It's a, it's a really sad day for our people. We feel it more than anyone, what happens to our land. And we're, we're conditioned. We're toughened. To lose so much of our totem animals is such an impact on us. And we haven't got time no more. There's no more time to waste here. We need to step up. This is the year 2020. This is round 250, if you go back to 1770. And I predict colonialism, capitalism, imperialism is going to get knocked out cold by about mid-year. They can't sustain themselves. You can't keep raping the land thinking it's going to have no effect. And I don't want to you know, be attacking farmers and miners and loggers, but they're largely responsible for the condition of our land today. Right? You know, and that's why the pay the rent is so important. You know, we are governed by our ancestor spirits. We need to heal that. When we do that, it might rain. When we do that, the land may heal. But I don't see it happen beforehand. We need to heal our land, heal our people. That's how we've got to roll from here, folks. And we owe it to our ancestors and we owe it to all of our children. All of us. Give them something. You know, our people understand freedom. We want you all to understand that. We might be oppressed, but we understand what freedom is and we fight for it every day and we've resisted this occupation since day one. I just want to invite up our next speaker, Lydia Thorpe. Our people have endured over the last 250 years mass injustice, mass murder, mass genocide and mass ecocide. When I started going to marches on the 26th of January, I was my youngest granddaughter's age. My youngest granddaughter's age. And now she's standing beside me at today's rally. Is this what we want to pass down to our next generation? Well, it's up to all of us to change the nation and make this nation tell the truth. No government is there to help us. They are there to continue the sophisticated genocide that they set out to do when they came here in 1788. And sophisticated genocide is deaths in custody, removal of our children, the rape and pillage of our land and our water. And it is making us so sick and so poor that we can't even bury our people anymore. The pay the rent concept came from the National Aboriginal and Islander Health Organisation in the early 1970s. 
It was something our old people came up with as a way that this country can reparate the first people of these lands. So it's not a new concept. It's a way that we can self-determine and it's a way you can reparate us for us to determine our future, ourself, our way. Um, I've got Annie Di Murray to come up and share some words with us today. Annie Di. I would like to first of all pay my respect and acknowledgement to, to the traditional owners of this country, our ancestors, we are the custodians of this land. Always was and always will be. I've been an elder for 13 years. I've been an elder for 13 years on our traditional owner country. Murray Nichols family, we have been on our multi-clan multi traditional owners with our strong connection to Arnhem Land in regards to my eldest son. I have footprinted all over Arnhem Land, all, all of those countries many years ago, and I'm due to go back up there uh, uh, this dry season after May. Um, I'm feeling very emotional uh, today for our people, what we've all gone through, history. And my eldest son, he is here in spirit, but he's in Queensland doing a helicopter course. Why is he doing a helicopter course? Is because in the Northern Territory, as well as here in Victoria, a we cull. We cull crocodiles, wild animals, brumbies, who are a pest on country. So uh, the, the reflection I would, I would like to acknowledge is this. As a displaced, dismissed nation, we all of us are at a critical crossroads at a critical crossroads now, always justifying who we are in our stolen country. It is time now, it is time now to stop feeling uncomfortable. We want action now. No more talking. No more talking. It's very painful and it's very hurtful. It needs to be changed. And, and if I have to go to my local shopping centre and I have non-Aboriginal people coming up to me and are agreeing, and a lot of the public out there agreeing about our rights and our connection here to our country, well then, I feel that there's hope. So please come on a journey with us. Uh, and I just want to touch on, just before I finish, very quickly, in regards to fire and water. On our traditional owner countries, we do fire and water. We assess those waterways, what's in the water, what's not in the water. That's what we do, that's who we are, as our ancestors did. In regards to the bushfires, I feel very sad. I'd like to acknowledge... 
my condolences to the people that have lost their their families, their homes, and and of course the one billion animals that have died, because we work with animals on our country. That is so horrible and destructive. Shame, and and in regards to fire. The cultural burns are the way to go because those cultural burns are not toxic. Those cultural burns are healthy because why? Because of the regrowth in the earth, in the ground, the regeneration, the rejuvenation of the land. And the government needs to ask themselves this question, well, then how come... They don't have these bushfires in the Northern Territory, in Kakadu, in Uluru, in Arnhem Land, because of the cultural burns. That's who we are. And please. Please, please learn about cultural burns. It's so important for all of us. Otherwise, this will be the end. Okay? Um, the, uh, the farmers down the track... The farmers will be gone. They will be gone because they have destroyed this land. We also access that on country as well. They have, have done so much destruction on this land and their livestock, sadly, they have destroyed the land. The farmers, they will be gone. You're listening to part two of a two-part Invasion Day tribute on Earth Matters on the Community Radio Network as we bring you the highlights from the Invasion Day march and rally in Nam. Thank you. Kayana, Kaya, Wanju. We're happy to be here. We've travelled from across the desert. We come from the land of the chains and the shackles. We come from a land that lays across the ocean from one of the world's greatest concentration camps through the brutal portals of the British Empire known as Rottnest Island. The two portals that were first built in Western Australia was the Roundhouse and was Wanjamup, Rottnest Concentration Camp. Some people refer to it as a prison. We know it was a concentration camp of war. Our men were the first phase of force removal in Western Australia. Our men were shackled, chained and dragged from all corners of the west coast of this country into Rottnest Island where they died and they perished without their women, without their children and without their family and the love of the family and the love of their women and babies. They died there and died in squalor and they died like animals 
chained like dogs and brought to their early death so that the white people could go into the lands of the West and start to destroy the first mother, Mother Earth, to get to the minerals that laid beneath the ground that creates the privilege of the affluency of the white population and civilizations that they call the Western world. Shame on the Wadula. There's many, many people in this country that just literally do not even know what the word Australia means. Australia is a Latin word. It's a Greek word meaning a place of the southern area. Australia has no meaning to Aboriginal people. We never called this place Australia. Our Buja were sacred names given through ceremonies and we knew the land, the stories that we had gathered and we had transitioned from our old people since time memorial. Not 40,000, 60,000, 120,000, since time itself began. Our people were forcibly removed from our religious belief systems, imprisoned. They were on the killing fields. They were shot by musket gunpowder, bayonet, slashed. They died being literally not able to defend against that form of technology by simple wood fibre. We were people of the wood. The Northern Hemisphere were people of steel, fire and guns. Our people were a spiritual people living in harmony with the earth, the mother. And it's in that spirituality that when our people were dispossessed and the greed of what's become a consumerism and a society that fulfills its need on materialism and have basically destroyed the earth for their own will to live greater than those without is the biggest sin that they've ever committed against the planet and the first peoples of this country. My name is Brent Watkins. I'm Gunai Kurnai Yamaji Nunga. It, it breaks my heart. My country is fucking burning. I have a little boy. How can I take him to country and connect the country when it's all burnt? That is our identity. That's who we are, country. Those animals, those totems. How do I meant to take him there? This could have been prevented through the practices of Aboriginal law, of fire burning, traditional fire burnings, it just breaks my heart. It wouldn't be this bad if the government listened to our people. And that's why we need Jews to rally with us. We are the solution. We need Jews at the Invasion Day March. We need Jews at the NADOC March. They're selling off our water. They're it's time, it's time. Freedom! 
We need a revolution. This government, no matter what, this racist policy system has led the world in racism. Apartheid started from the Queensland government. We need to overturn this system. Aboriginal sovereignty is key to save our future generations. And it just blows my mind. Our Aboriginal people, we have survived two ice ages. We have stories of megafauna. We are the oldest people. We come from creation. Our stories are age old, the oldest stories in the world. And everyone living here is a part of that. And it's up to everyone to protect country. One thing the local mob here, the Rundri Bunwadan Kula Nation, the way they used to welcome is Womanjika, but the meaning behind that is come with purpose. So being on their land, you have to come with purpose. You need to back them. You need to fight for country, for our generations to come. It's not about us. Everything we do now is for the generations to come. If you're not doing nothing, then you are part of the problem. Like I said before, Indigenous sovereignty is the key. So please, please stand with Indigenous mob all around Australia. Please support wherever you can because we are the solution. Our law, our mother, our ceremony needs to return. Our law is the law of the land. Our law comes from our creator. I heard one elder which said the white man's law. It changes. People don't know what the law is. It's always changing where Aboriginal law has stayed the same since, since the creation, since the beginning of time. To finish it up, I just want to get everyone to close their eyes. I'm going to play the didgeridoo, the yiriki. I want you to close your eyes and reflect and think how this land would have been before colonization. The spirit behind the land, what lays under this concrete. Think about the ceremony that would have went on in this country. Australia ran off a ceremonial economy. But I just want you to all close your eyes and reflect and what you can do to be part of the solution to help back Indigenous voices, Indigenous sovereignty. Bum 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 b
been listening to Earth Matters on the Community Radio Network. This week in part two of a two-part Invasion Day tribute, we heard some highlights from the Invasion Day march and rally in Nam. If you want to find out how to pay the rent where you live, then get in touch with Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander grassroots community, elders and activist groups in your area, especially those that are talking about treaty, real treaty and they should be able to direct you on how you can best help out with paying the rent. Or sign up for emails at paytherent.net.au and they'll send you updates and information. Earth Matters would like to thank the Community Radio Network for all their hard work in bringing you this program today and the Community Broadcasting Foundation for their generous support. Earth Matters is produced at 3CR Community Radio in Fitzroy, Melbourne, and we can be contacted at earthmatters3cr at gmail.com. That's all for now, but tune in next week for more environmental and social justice stories. Those people who have no land rights haven't got justice, but neither do those people who have land rights have justice. You're listening to community radio network around Australia. So stay tuned as we bring you news, live updates, music and interviews with Aboriginal people from around the country. The only free body we have is the Aboriginal government on the grassroots and the Aboriginal embassy on the lawns outside the old parliament house. We will not go away. And as that stone rests in that mountain, and as our spirit rests in this country and over this country, we will not go away. Neither shall our power pass. And that's here forever until justice comes. Genocide here is a lot more sneaky than it is in Rwanda or other places around the world. It's one thing white fellas learnt in the last 200 years to be very sneaky about their genocide. 
you look at the 38 nations that were here before white settlement and then you count up the numbers that are still surviving, still out there doing their business on their country, well, there's only 25 left, so what happened to the other 13? Let's talk about the Black GST. Genocide to be stopped, sovereignty acknowledged and treaties made. Tune in to Fire First every Wednesday from 11am till 12 midday on 3CR with Robbie Thorpe.